Are you ready for this? It's Hump Day Happy Hour. Hump Day Happy Hour. Oh. With Becky and John. Welcome to Hump Day Happy Hour. I'm Becky. And I'm John. We are Team BJ. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. This is the podcast where we talk about everybody's favorite things, sex and food. Yes. And we kind of just like to open the discussion so everyone starts to talk more about sex. Because let's face it, as a nation, we're not having enough enough sex. And we want everyone to hump it up on hump day. You can always be having more sex. It's true. Yeah, we just want to open up the discussion and encourage everybody out there to cook some good food on Wednesday and talk about sexual things which brings us to our very exciting topic of today it is time to stock up on batteries ladies and gentlemen that's right we're talking about the 15 billion dollar industry sex toys sex toys let's get a definition going out there let's do that anyone who has not experienced or is familiar with sex toys a sex toy is an object or device that is primarily used to facilitate sexual pleasure These sex toys can include such things as a butt plug. That's right, we also have the most popular one, the vibrator. The masturbator. How about a cock ring? Or a dildo. Bondage accessories. And don't forget nipple clamps or stimulators. What about those fake vaginas or pocket pussies? (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, Firm blow-up dolls. Not sure what that means. Oh, and uh, here's the one I didn't really understand, but it's clone (laughs) a willy dildo. Oh, yes. Okay, this is something I looked up. So there are these kits that you can buy that actually allow you to make a silicone replica of your favorite cock. Oh, okay. It's like, like a it's like a kit, yeah, like a pottery kit. I mean, like you haven't had enough of your own partner's penis. Why don't we just go ahead and make sure? You, yeah, you, the you, days you're not around, I just want to have a dildo that just really reminds me of your penis. That's, Always accessible. That's wonderful. <laughs> I have to admit, I have not used all of those sex toys that we've listed. Either have I. However, there are several that I have. And so let's dive right into sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And talk about some of our personal experience with experiences with certain sex toys. I'm going to start with um, the dildo versus vibrator debate. I don't know if there's a debate, but I just have a question out there. Why the hell would anyone ever want to use a dildo? Why don't you use a dildo? Let's just okay. go and let's fire this topic off. Let's fire it off. I I have multiple vibrators. I've talked about this on previous episodes. Yes, you're a vibrator lover. I am. An appreciator. I appreciate the vibrating element of the vibrator. Yes. Having a rubber a rubber penis that doesn't do anything. I mean, I just can't imagine getting off from like methodically shoving a a, a rubber penis inside of me or silicone, whatever they're made out of. Oh. You know, I just don't get it. You're just not into it. I don't understand. And what I don't understand, I fear. So, That's true. <laughs> nice. You fear what if, you don't understand. If there are any listeners out there who are fans of the dildo, please get, send us a message on Facebook yeah. and let us know. Tell us why you like the dildo. Yes, why do you like the dildo? Understand. Let us know why you prefer the dildo. I don't get it. All right, here's another sex toy that I have some personal experience with. The butt plug. You know, I've had a little personal experience with the butt plug. And I think what you have to, what you have to realize is how it looks like. It's like some butt plugs are rather intimidating. They are, The one yes. we have used just looks like a really big top of like a chess piece. It sounds like a pawn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this big old top. It is. You know, I, I, I like the butt plug. I think it's a good foreplay for anal sex. And I think that it's like gently stimulating. You know, you like hardly know it's there, but its presence is kind of lingering. You know, I wish I could say the same thing about the butt plug, but every time that you have used it on me, it definitely has a presence. <laughs> like, I know it's there. I'm going to like fidgety. 
I just think I'm I'm just a little prude butthole. Like I just it's just hard for me to handle. Yeah, but you I, have a tight butthole. It it's is okay. it is nice. I guess. Yeah, yeah. The butt the butt plug's a good one. We're not we're, that's a good that's a good one to keep in your drawer. Yeah. yeah. Most recently, we bought a, something interesting though. We bought from the Adam and Eve store. We brought we bought a masturbator. We did. And this is basically like a big rubber tube that kind of supposed to like I guess look like a vagina. Mm, maybe kind the inside of, yeah, the kind inside, of feels like one. Yeah, it's it's a big plastic flubber kind of piece. <laughs> it looks. I feel like I'm just like fucking a fish when you use it on me. You know what? I think I honestly, when I watching, I did. I used it on you. You know, I, yeah. I assisted, and I would say this toy kind of made me wish I had a penis. Like I wanted to try it out. It looks. It looks pretty fun. I mean, it's heavy on the lube. You got to lube up both sides, both you the penis and, and the toy itself. Yes, yes. And then sometimes you can move it around like a muppet. So I feel like a muppet's <laughs> giving me a blowjob when I use it. But I mean, good puppetry skills. It's it's, 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 so it's kind would, of heavy. Like yeah, it, it did. Is. It's like a shake away. <laughs> it was on yeah. The dick. It was a bit of a wrist workout. Not gonna lie, <laughs> but it was exciting. Well, here's one that we we also have. I think we have a collection of these exact uh, sex toys, and some are cock rings. Cock rings, yes. yes. And a cock ring is basically like a is like a tight piece of plastic. Could be could be rubber, could be leather, could be metal. They make glass. They make all types of weird ones, but yeah. it securely fits itself around the penis, basically making sure the blood stays in, so you can have sex longer. It's a good. It's a good thing. But there's a pyramid of sex. To, I'm sorry, of cock rings at the same time. Like the first cock ring is like the one for seventy five cents. It's no thicker than basically a condom, condom lining that goes around the penis. Yeah. You can get those in the machines while you pee for seventy five cents. In then the bathroom. Get, in the bathroom at most bars. Yeah. I yeah. never knew this. You can get so it next exciting. to like the lube, the condoms, the whatever fucked up shit they put in there for seventy five cents. We just get tampons in the bathroom. Oh. I wish the cock rings. That's well, exciting. They're like, dudes are perverts. They'll buy it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why I have one. Uh, the next one is is like the five to ten dollar one mm-hmm. level. You can buy the nicer, really easier on your penis level. You can buy it, Adam and Eve. Yeah. And then you got ones that is a cock ring that goes to your cock, and then it's connected to a butt plug that sticks in your backside. Ooh. That one Two I haven't one. used. I haven't used that one, but there is one I have used. And this is probably my favorite sex toy out of all that we're talking about, the vibrating cock ring. The vibrating cock ring. That is a sex toy that you mm-hmm. endorse. Yes. I also do. It's a, it's a cock ring that goes around the penis, and then it has a censored vibrator. Mm-hmm. Right? So when the woman's on top or maybe on the side, that like kind of just rattles her clitoris a little. <laughs> it just rattles Rattle, it. Rattles it up. <laughs> rattles it up. I also am a big fan of the vibrating cock ring from a female perspective. I'm going to say this is a great sex toy to use in a partner, you know, to have uh-huh. in a couple. Maybe you're both tired. It's easier for each of you to come at the same time. It totally is. You're like, let's just, be- let's just get, this out of- get this out of the way. One of my number one presents I like to give out at a wedding. I just like to say that right now. The vibrating cock ring. The vibrating cock ring. It's true. If anyone gets married and John comes to your wedding... Expect the vibrating cock ring. You are going to get a vibrating cock ring. So our favorite is vibrating cock ring, and I think it's time to move on to one of our favorite topics, fun facts. Fun facts. Hit me with some fun facts. And so this, this, we're going to start off with some geography here on the fun facts. And it's about our great nation, the United States. Like, did you know that Atlanta, Georgia has the most Google searches for sex toys? Atlanta? Yeah, the deep south. Hot Atlanta. Well, let's go even deeper. Here's another one. Did you know that Mississippi buys more anal sex toys per capita than any other state. Oh, Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-S-I, more anal toys. Yeah, that's Getting right. dirty. And then, of course, Alaska itself buys more sex toys per capita. 
And I think this is because it's dark most of the time, and you like to play with yourself when it's dark. So There's nothing else to do. What else do you do? Yeah. Like Seinfeld's on at four, and it's still <laughs> dark as shit. Let's get out the cock ring. Now let's go ahead and move on to some history. We have, I found some new fun history about sex toys. Yeah. Did you it. know that archaeologists found the oldest dildo ever was found in a cave in Germany on the countryside dating back to 23,000 B.C.? <laughs> The oldest dildo in a German cave. Yes, they found it. Indiana Jones is like, this deserves to be in a museum. Wow. Imagine if you were one of those archaeologists just doing an archaeological dig and you're like, I don't know what this thing is. It could be a spoon or a... It's weird enough. It looks like a penis. Yeah, I was say, it looks like a penis. Might be the first dildo. That would be something to put on your resume. Yeah, I found the first dildo. How about the first vibrator? They say that the first vibrator ever yes. was actually came from Cleopatra. And what she mm-hmm. would do is she'd take a bunch of angry bees, pile them together in a colander, you know, so they all shook around, and then put that near her vagina, like her clitoris area, so she could get off. <laughs> that is very resourceful. A bunch of buzzing angry bees. Yeah, not only are they making honey, but you get to come at the same time. Um, you know, I think I can see PETA, like, maybe having a problem with that, you know, <laughs> exploiting the bees. But uh, I have to give her credit. I think yeah. that's... A in creativity. Use what you got. Well, here's some history that I found. Okay. Okay. Speaking of old vibrators. Old vibrators. Yes, so exciting. In 1891, there was a vibrator that was designed called the Manipulator. Yeah, I don't know how how I feel about that. This, the Manipulator was actually a very loud steam-powered vibrator. Just... Wow. Yeah. I saw a picture of it. It looks like a, like a a steam engine it's like a machine it's large yeah you showed me the picture it is it's very big and it's yeah just like a machine with a with a penis or like a dildo pretty much attached to it that vibrates yeah steam steam. powered yeah wow that's intense do you think it toots (laughs) when you come maybe she's getting off (laughs) wonderful well, I think we should go ahead and talk about the future of sex toys, because I think we, as sex toys, we have a lot to look forward to. Yes, and let's just go ahead right now and remind everybody, in the future, you know, or just thinking about the future, go green if you can. It's yeah, always go good green. to go green. So look for toys that are, sex toys that are eco-friendly. There's a yeah. lot of them out there. Um, there's toys that even have, you know, that use rechargeable batteries. Oh, That's good. pretty common. There are even vibrators and other toys that are solar powered. You know, I like that. I'm a huge fan of that for yeah. some reason. So if you're on a camping trip, you know, don't worry. <laughs> you can still masturbate. And, um, you know, toys that are made without heavy chemicals or phthalate free. Good for your earth. Good for the earth. Good for your body. Okay, that's good. That's the future. Right. It's good to go eco-friendly. Yeah. I think another one I found that is just crazy advancement, and that is the first vibrator for men ever. Oh, tell me about it's it. It's called the I'm Toy. Yes. And what this is, is it's basically like a phallic looking thing, like sheath that you put your penis in. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then what you do is you use your phone or iPad to tap on a woman that it gives you a selection for. Like a picture? Uh-huh. And then this, a picture. And then this woman, it'll start showing you a video of this woman giving you like a blowjob mm-hmm. or something. And then those feelings will then be in the sheath that you put your penis in and kind of move it around like as if you're getting a blowjob from that woman or having sex with that woman. So it will it will like correspond to her the video that you're seeing video, on your her phone. actions in the yeah. video. So if yeah. she takes a break to like blow her nose or something, yeah, cough, <laughs> go to the bathroom. Like, it, <laughs> then the vibrator will stop. I believe so. I mean, I'm judging from. I believe that all happen. Wow. Well, the future does look bright. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you're bored, there are the I'm toys, so don't worry about it. Cool. Now here's a crazy another one I looked up, and that is if you have six thousand dollars just burning a hole in your pocket, yeah, you okay. can customize your own sex doll. Ooh. Yeah, the sex doll self cleans itself. Mm-hmm. You can get it to look how you like. 
And when you touch it, it will actually start to be the temperature of a body. <laughs> when you do, it comes to life. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that it's eco-friendly. Yeah. That's you, all see the, you see the, the Fantasia music start up every time you touch <laughs> it. Like, oh, are we about to have sex? <laughs> wow, $6,000. Okay. Something to think about if you, if you have $6,000 laying around. Future birthday present. Got it. All right, well, let's move into the second segment of our show. Oh, yes, let's do it. What's cooking, good looking? What is cooking? Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about a meal that we've cooked together, and uh, we rate it on a variety of different scales. Yeah, yeah. So for this week, we prepared a very original meal. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a hump day happy hour creation. OG. Yes, it was, uh, we're calling it a seafood bake. Sexy seafood bake. Sexy seafood bake. Which included shrimp, tilapia, mussels, potatoes, broccoli, all cooked in a white wine lemon dill sauce baked in the oven in the casserole pan. Yeah. Um, let's do a real a real quick spotlight on dill. That was a major yeah, Dill's actually that, very interesting. That we, yeah. It is interesting and it's delicious. <laughs> so, um, I learned that during the Middle Ages, dill was actually used to defend against witchcraft. Well, Who good. knew? Good. Yeah, so Halloween's just around the corner. Stock know, up on some dill. Stock Got up. Hocus make, pocus. Yeah, gotcha. make your sexy seafood bake. You'll be safe. And dill is also believed to help with digestion problems. Okay. Uh, or kidney and gallbladder issues. So kidney and gallbladder issues. They got, yeah. Those are, those are important. They are. You can yeah, eat some. It's good to maintain those organs. So go ahead and go ahead with dill. That's awesome. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and rate this meal. Uh, first is deliciousness. On a scale of 1 to 10, John, what would you give the seafood, sexy seafood? No, bake? I think that we'd really have to talk about the phases that the seafood bake went through. Okay. Because we actually pulled it out of the oven prematurely. We did. And we tried it. After pulled it out for 45 minutes. We tried that. That was at 6. We put it back in for 45 minutes. All right. We went and had a good time. We'll get to that rating later. All right. And then we pulled it back out. I tried it again. It was up to 7.5. <gasps> Yes. Yeah. And then I put it, and then what we did is we put it in Tupperware, saved it, and I ate the leftovers a couple days later, moved up to an eight. Wow. So I have to say, the one thing about this is make sure you keep it in the oven for so long because it can range anywhere from six to eight. Look at that progression. That's, yep. <clears throat> that's true. I think it did get better with, with cooking time for sure. But I'm going to give it a seven. I, didn't, I don't think I liked it quite as much as you did. There were some interesting... Um, Combinations of uh, the broccoli was a little. The broccoli weird. was a bit much. Yeah, we're, we're trying we, to get healthy. We are in Montana, so sometimes we have to use frozen seafood for such casseroles yeah. and bakes and stuff like that. So That's true. If you live in a coastal area, this might taste better yeah, for you. Own it. <laughs> okay, co-cookability. How was it to prepare this meal with a partner? Now I would say it has the potential to be a ten. It has the potential to be spot on potential, 10. Yeah, and each. why did it not reach and the, the reason potential? I would normally I would go with four, but you did a lot of shopping, so I'm going to move it up to a five because you were showering. What? I just based, I did all the work myself. Oh, shopping, you did so. all the work. You did except for the shopping. <sighs> all right, um, heard. I I'm going to give it a six. A I six? think I was a little more helpful than you're giving me credit for. I was a little preoccupied during the meal prep, get granted. But yes, there was a lot of, it could have, there was multiple tasks that could have been split up. And I think it earns a six because this was a meal that we really created together. We, okay. This concept. You, you do bring up a good point. We came up with as a team. Yes. Team effort. Humpty Happy Hour original. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Last but not least. Bedroom effect. How did the sexy seafood bake affect your sexy times? Well, actually, it it gets a nine for this because since we put it back in the oven, Mm -hmm. we were able to go fool around even longer. That's true. And we got to use the masturbator, so I felt like I I got a blowjob from a Muppet, and then I got to (laughs) orgasm again later on in the evening from the same Muppet, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a nine. (laughs) 
Wow, I'm going to give it a 9 as well. I had a great time both um, using the masturbator and using some other sex toys that night. And I, I'm going to agree with what you said. I think this is a great meal to cook with a, with a partner that you like having sex with because it has to stay in the oven for a long time. Yeah. So you can really, you know, get your sexy times on God, while this is preparing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to make the sexy seafood bake at home, you can find our full recipe on our website. That's humpdayhappyhour.net. Yes. Or on our Facebook page. Yes. And uh, dildo lovers out there. Oh, yes. If you want to go ahead and message us again about why you love dildos, we want to hear your feedback. We want to talk about it. Yes. I want to learn. Learn the dildo ways. Yes. Learn the dildo ways. And let's get ready for our next episode. (laughs) Let's do it. Because we're getting freaky because we're talking about fetishes. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much for listening. I'm Becky. And I'm John. This is Humpty Happy Hour.